at this point. You just need it's to so corrupt. clean house. Get him out. Uh, midterm elections come around, it pretty much will be. No, no way. No way in the world. David Hogg has not done that. Oh, David Hogg. Oh, so let's talk about this. <laughs> I have slight opinions on this. Oh, let's have it. Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth. The show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. Hey, this is the David Allen Show. (laughs) Uh, A special interview here with my tall friend, who I appreciate, because one of the few people that we disagree on a lot of things, but actually like each other and have a good time <laughs> talking about it. So Crazy thanks for coming in. Works. It's really cool. JP Linguist is here, um, and we're just chatting about current events. Uh, he goes back to school when? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Today's April 1st, so this is a joke podcast, by the way. Hey, <laughs> exactly. Hey, look over there. <laughs> what could it be? <clears throat> Uh, okay, uh, you just—I uh, just brought up David Hogg, who was the, the youth. Um, from Parkland, the yeah. school that got shot up. The figurehead um, on of the movement. Um, okay, we'll call it that. Um, really, that got shot up uh, on Valentine's Day, by, allegedly, a, a lone crazy person. We'll say that because it's alleged at this point, because he pleaded not guilty, so, it's alleged. So we don't know. We'll never. Well, of course, know. I don't think we will. You put you pull a crazy guy out. How fast did they find him? It was a few hours later. Uh-huh. Where? You, Where? How far away? Where did he go afterwards? Another he went town. To go buy, he he went to go to the grocery Another store town. or something like that. Another town. How did they find him so fast? And then they got him like in a Wait, hospital do you think, gown. Do you think you set him up? They set I, him up. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening I, too much, too much Alex Jones. Oh God, I, I, you know how often I listen to that <laughs> when you need a good no, laugh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got to keep it that way. <laughs> Why? Like, I listen to so headache. many people. Like I'll, I'll listen to old the Rubin Report. You ever watch that? That guy's kind of left a lot. I listen to Sam Harris. That guy, holy cow, talk <laughs> about crazy. He's an in, he's a brilliant mind, but he holds some crazy views. So I, I, I would probably put myself in a rare camp in that I don't I don't have television and I don't have cable. Same here. So I, I get my news from the places I go to get it. Mm-hmm. Like I deliberately go try to find it. I rarely get fed just mindlessly. So where would that be? Uh, I look, uh, I have some groups that I'm a part of and some social networks that just they're posting crap from all over. Okay. Uh, I do follow the Drudge Report because that is a huge uh, aggregator of news stories. They don't write stories ever. They're just a compiler. And so, so it's fun to just to sift through and see what they got and then move on. There's also another, um, there's a website. Her, I think it's an app, actually. Let me see if I still have it. Um, it is, uh, it's called, NA News. <clears throat> it's an app. And they have a live uh, a breaking feed. And it is, of course, it failed that time. Um, it's like news from stuff I've never heard of these sources ever. What in the world? Most of them are like Asian or overseas, Russia. T- I mean, 
So it's just good world news. Yeah, so there's tons of stuff. And it's a lot of um, not even remotely connected to any uh, American situation. So, so I'll glance through there every now and then. Nice. And then, you know, I, fi- I have so many random people that will say are friends from Facebook. Mm-hmm. They're in my feed. And so they put up crap. So I, it's on both sides. And I've I've been screwing with Facebook's algorithm. Let's hear it. They don't know what I am anymore. It's fun. So if you go in, if you go into, um, are you on the face bag? Can be. Okay. Go there to your, your account. <clears throat> go to the three, oh, where's it at? Go to settings. Do they think you're not a man or a woman? Oh, well, no, no, Do no, they no. think they can't figure out your movie preference? Uh, well, I don't give them that info. Just trying to fool yeah. Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> well, see, and I got you good. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I got all my stuff. What are you going to do to me? Just pump propaganda. So if you go to the your settings, yeah. general account settings, go down to ads on the left side. Yep. Then there is a page that comes up. And then there's your information. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. Click on that. Yeah. And then if you go to... Your categories. Yep. Um, uh, about you. Let's see. Interested in ad settings. Let's see where it is. Close friend of expats. Ooh. U.S. politics conservative, they say. You? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They don't say I'm anything because they have no idea. They say I'm away from my family, away from my hometown. <laughs> They're good there. Frequent travelers. I don't know. Users of mobile device. Ooh, good guess. Done. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, so that, that's, that's interesting. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. So the, Okay. So what happened with Analytica is they wrote an app that gathered this information. But it also, because Facebook allowed it to happen, it was in the API, it also allowed them, if you said, here's my friends, what the the hole was on Facebook's part is it allowed them to then see your friends' information. Yeah. Which That's how it spreads. I didn't give them permission. So talk about a way. Everyone. Holy cow. Oh. You get like five people on your yeah. set. But they and from that data they claim and the, the panic in the media right now is they claim that holy cow, they are able to figure out what they need to give you to change your mind or to you know to make you feel good. Back in 2012, there was several news reports that the media was just giddy, like championing the fact that the Democrats and the Obama campaign had this insane trove of data that they had gotten. And it was millions, tens of millions of people's data. And they they claim it was everybody in the social media, everyone which is hundreds of millions, everybody. They had all the data, and they figured out how to use it. And the media was just absolutely, <laughs> like, over the moon. Holy crap. Winning. Not anymore. How come? We can answer this. It's a rhetorical question, It's right? totally rhetorical. <laughs> but the, the point is, this isn't new. And the whistleblower... What's a whistleblower? What's the definition of whistleblower? Do you want me to look it up, or do you want me to just give you my but, best but, definition? What's your thought of a whistleblower? I'm thinking it's someone from the inside. Yeah, right. That's in the inside. They're right? going to raise their hand. Yeah, say, like, hey, get, this is bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then probably find a way to 
avoid all consequences of it. Sure. In the in their yeah best way possible. If you're a whistleblower, you're in you're in the milieu, right? Oh no doubt. Yeah. You know how when this guy quit Cambridge Analytica, two thousand six. Really. I'm sorry, this is not a whistleblower. That's not an inside. Not even close. But if there's enough evidence, it doesn't matter but, whether or but not. But it he- doesn't matter because Facebook shut down the app a long time ago because they closed the loophole in the API. Right. This Th- is not a story. This has been out for a while. Yeah, it's not a story. Except it makes Trump look bad. It makes the Republicans look bad. And so what do we do? Make a big deal out of it? Of course we do. Because why not? Because maybe this will be the one that gets him out. Jeez, that'll work. It's worked so far. Maybe it's the next one. <laughs> Maybe it's the next one. It's just such a double standard that's it, it's sickening, and it makes me really happy that I don't rely on the networks, all of them, to get my news from. Speaking of the networks, mm-hmm. I, I've I've recently had a great idea. If if you ever want to really boost your SEO ratings, mm-hmm. I think you should redo that. That. Uh, U.S. media map, where it plots out all the, the all the different media outlets on a conservative oh, liberal yeah, basis, yeah. and make it look good, and then just circulate the heck out of it, and I think you get huge traffic. Oh, just make it viral for no reason, just make it look cool. Well, yeah, it hasn't gone out in a while, but it looks terrible at this point. Yeah, it is messy. Yeah, That's you true. Can, you redo yeah. it. Redo it. Well, someone Start. in the room right now is a decent graphic designer. Hmm. He's sitting right across from me. From me. <laughs> uh, we'll both take a bow. <laughs> right. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I I don't need to drive any SEO, though. I don't. No, but just think. I mean, page clicks, right? Is that what we all live for and thrive for? Page clicks? Yeah. Ad blockers. Mm-hmm. Totally. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um. What's on the menu? I, well... There was a new thing I found. I got to see if I can find it because uh, I <laughs> I shared it with my wife. It was a compilation that somebody put together of news outlets, newses. Um, got to see if I can find it on the interweb because um, Sinclair. Oh, there we go. Sinclair script. So this is nuts. This was one day ago. This got uploaded. Uh, and we're going to watch and listen. Hi, Fox nope, Senator. stop. Hello. So what this is, the headline of this YouTube video uh, is Sinclair's script for stations. Now, the media, let's say, they hate the idea that uh, Trump, let's say, went around them, didn't burn the money that you're supposed to if you're running for president with the old media. Mm-hmm. He went around them and still does and tweets. They hate that because they can't control the message. And it's dangerous. And fake news is so scary. And the Russians have made this this horrible, horrible, horrible uh, weapon, which I'd like to... I have a theory I want to throw at you about um, assault weapons. Um, but they, they claim that media is just bad. Uh, or fa- fake news is horrible because it's not real. It's not authentic. 
But then there's this. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS 4 News produces. But we are concerned about troubling trend one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has become, become all too common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 So for anybody to hold the view that news that you get from your even your local news station is Personal. unscripted and actually thought out. Because <laughs> that was Fox. It's all of them. CBS. It's all of them. ABC. It's, yeah. And what it is, if what it proves here, and that was how many do you think there were? 50, maybe, yeah. at least, different news stations saying the same thing? That's terrifying. And they're complaining because it's not well thought out and it's controlling the message. Holy cow, what in the world was that? Does that not scare you at all? That yeah. That's where a lot of people that don't, I mean, you and I are probably different because we, I think we care enough that we're going to go f search out stuff. Oh, I can't, I can't live with the TV. <laughs> what do they even call that? The news? Yeah. The media? Bullcrap? The oh, one, the one that, the one that you just lay in bed and listen to. Like the nightly news? Sorry. If you sleep in and you turn on the news. Oh, the view? The I don't morning, morning television? I don't even know. The Today just, Show? Just, just talk show. <laughs> right. Yeah. That garbage. Mm -hmm. Oh. Network, network television. I can't, I mean, after, I, I, actually there was one day where I was on vacation and I decided to listen to, turn that on. And now I completely understand why some people hold the views they do and just have those certain buzzwords that they can only ever bring up. Cause all you hear on the internet or all you hear on those channels, is mm -hmm. you'll hear about Hillary Clinton, you'll hear about Russia. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't get too far away from that at this point. Oh. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> well, it's and, pretty disappointing. It really is. It's such a disservice because there's way much stuff, more stuff going on. I mean, we have a new State Department now. That'll be interesting, which mm -hmm. uh, you will be intimately involved with at some level, at least yes. in the East, uh, which is kind of fascinating because you will be, if it works out, right? Yes. If you're still waiting for clearance, yeah. you're going to be in the embassy? Consulate. The consulate. I won't be in the... The embassy, but council in 
in Guangzhou. Guangzhou, China. Yeah, largest embassy, the largest consulate in the world. In the world, holy cow. For the U.S., I don't know if there's any other bigger ones, but this is the biggest, the most traffic. That's nuts. Most bumping one. Got lots of babies coming over. <laughs> Impressionable little beans. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I don't know. I, I'm just. I have such a hard time when people s- cite CNN or Fox as a reference. Any of them, really. Because uh, do some research. If nothing, listen to all of them, maybe. Don't just say, well, I can only listen to one. Yeah. No. Like the um, the other few episodes ago on this show, uh, we talked about the CNN airport is an airport only channel that oh. CNN puts out. And there's a lot of pushback now because CNN has gotten so far biased against the current administration that it's... All- <laughs> anti-Trump, anti-Trump across the board. And I think that's fairly, fairly evident um, that there's a lot of pushback now that to make captive audiences, that the, make that the only option for them in an airport, because they do, they, they have exclusive access to the yeah. airports. But it turns out they buy it. They buy that access. The other places don't pay as much money as CNN. So... I'll just say though, are we you, upset about it? I don't know. If you are choosing to consume your news through the TV, the least you can do is watch a few channels. But if you think of, if you spend one hour listening to, watching TV for your political news, think about how much more you could learn if you went on the internet and just read. Well, yeah, but who? But who does this? I think you could you because could it depends be about, on the demo, though. You could be about four times more if you're actually interested in politics. You could be about four times more productive by just searching out your own stuff. Rather well, in theory, but but let's think about funnel and crap into your mind. Well, but let's think about this. You have certain groups that listen to Hannity. They sit. They set their clock. You have certain groups that set their clock to Maddow. You have certain groups that set their clock to Anderson Cooper. Wolf. I mean, you have cer- you have these certain people that this is. Oh, it's time. I mean, it's the worst in sitcom. It's time for Anderson. I have to turn it on, and they do. And so they sit down, and that's the news they get. And old Don Lemon. That guy's a special. <laughs> Holy cow! Bleep. So Hog, David Hog. What do you think? Now, wait, wait, did I, you did you have you seen the Facebook circulations about how he's in some other person's old yearbook? He's yeah, pl- he's planted there. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? The picture of it? Yeah. Like like the stuff from California. I always in a California yearbook. Yearbook. Yeah. yeah. Believe that? I, I don't know. There's just I, no way. You know what I do for a living? You take photos. Yeah. So I I know what can be done. So I don't like to believe most images you see online. Ever. Oh. Just simply because the chances of them being doctored are real good. Mm-hmm. Because I know how to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've never done it before, but I know how to do it. Never. <laughs> not not once. <laughs> However, I do find it extremely interesting that overnight almost, after this shooting in Florida, Florida, um, this movement was organized beautifully and i just have a really hard time thinking that some kids 
have the ability. They may have the will, they may have the emotion, and they may have the screaming, but I just don't think they have the will. They clearly don't have the money to do what happened. I, I think the media has done a disservice by putting them out there. So, Do you think it's child imagine. abuse at some level? Uh, I, I don't know if I would define it as child abuse. Now, here's an interesting thought. G- give me your it, reasoning it's, behind It's that. illegal um, for Steven Crowder to have an under 18 on his, like, on his Sure. Man on the street yep. without the parent's signature. That's illegal to add, to talk, to interview them, talk to them. Okay. How well, is I it imagine, not- I mean, the the amount of kids that are coming from Parkland that are actually getting there's media time, there's not, it's pretty- so There's three of them? Yeah, I've, I heard a, like a roundtable discussion with a few other ones, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't think it's impossible that they would have any sort of parental consent. That being said, I, well, I, don't no. think they're ready, I don't think they're ready to be leading this movement. Oh, did it's, you? It's did just, you? Yeah, keep going. Well, did you see the uh, the YouTube videos of Hog in California being a jerk to the uh, lifeguard? No. On the beach? No. Because someone did something with his surfboard or whatever, and the cop was being a jerk. Well, Hog was an absolute. I don't swear, but he was a jerk. Post shooting no this is pre oh, okay so this is a, and so this then fuels some of this whole concept that well maybe he's from california and is a plant and blah 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 who knows but he has wanted and been in the market for media attention for years and there there are like posts on his mom i think his mom's social network of him and them like getting toured around the cnn studios from you know some years ago and it's just cool, you know, they get to go to the TV station, and now all of a sudden, he's this, like, spokesperson. Do you know anyone in high school that would have the, the um, <laughs> what's the word, the uh, composure to stand up like he did and give his fist-in-the-air speech, which some compared to a Hitler-esque speech and got banned from YouTube because of it. Making the comparison, which was hilarious to watch if you saw it, because they overlaid him with a Hitler speech, like the actual audio. Oh, no. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It was kind of funny because it was so right on the way it looked, the way it visually felt. Because oh. I, I, I watched his speech. It was miserable. I didn't watch it. I just know that. How many 18-year-olds have that kind of composure? Do you think he did well? Because from, yeah. what, from what, I, what I listen to, it's so raw and unrefined. People, you can tell there's someone working with them to. Oh, he's craft. he's not writing this. No, they're, way. they're totally crafting because they're being careful with what they're saying for sure. I mean, they, in, they collaborated lately with a school in Chicago, oh, and they're idea. just and they're Which just means being, Obama, doesn't it? Technically, what does that mean, Obama? Almost. Oh, I don't know. Probably. I, I'm just thinking like they're being extra careful, more careful than a normal eighteen year eighteen year old would be in delivering their messages. But I think they're still super. It's just they're too, they're so raw to be leading a movement. Whether or not I feel like whether or not you disagree with the the movement in itself, I don't know. So do you think they shouldn't be being put out there like they are? Oh no, I think they got way too much attention. 
I, I made the mistake, and I mentioned this on the last episode of the show, um, of interacting with someone on Facebook okay. about politics. Because I, I quit doing that a year or two ago. Just be, because it's not worth it. I would much rather do this, what we're doing. Because it's way more fun and you can actually have a conversation. Facebook is just yelling. Mm-hmm. However, I watched a live feed of WCCO, live stream video, of the pre-March for our lives rally. And they had the old Klobuchar and uh, the new girl from Minnesota. From Minnesota. I'm sorry, the new senator, uh, Smith or whatever her name is. The, <laughs> the one, that, Shill, that took Franken's place after he got rolled under the bus. Is she in her, is she... Has she been confirmed, or is she just like an? Interim? Oh no, no, she's there. She is. No, I mean, she's an appointee. Okay. For the remainder of Franken's term. Is there, is the seat up? Uh, it should be. Twenty eighteen. Uh, hmm. I guess I don't know that because I, I I thought there was more than two year, more than a year left. I thought there was half the term or whatever left. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. Because it's six years for a senator, so mm-hmm. I I I think it was. Yeah. I don't think he was halfway through his third term. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't live in Minnesota. Nor do I care. Thankfully. <laughs> oh, 2020. We're good. Okay. Um, we're She'll good. Be there. She'll be there for a while. Ugh. Come um, on. And so, anyway, so they were talking, and they, they bust all these people. They somehow flew them to uh, D.C. Yep. From Minneapolis, from the Minnesota schools. Um, and Students? they were talking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I was listening to them, and so I made the comment. I said, I feel so bad that these children are being abused by these politicians, these horrible politicians. And basically, they are being ridden to push an agenda by the extreme left. And I think it's really clear because now you have people like old Stephen Breyer coming out saying that we need to repeal the Second Amendment. We need to get rid of it. So now there are op-eds, there are stories in the New York Times even that are asking and calling for, let's repeal the Second Amendment. Now, before, oh, we're not about taking your guns. We just need to keep them away from people. That's what they have said, correct? Who? That's what the Parkland students. Well, that's the the campaign they're writing. Well, they know nothing. What? Yeah, keep going. No, what? (laughs) I don't don't think, I I don't want to go that. Why? So far. It's one thing to hold an opinion. I'm fine with that. However, to state facts that are st- they're wrong, to make claims about weapons that are wrong, is stupid. And it, to me, it proves that they are just, they're puppets being pushed. We don't, I, I cannot go buy an automatic weapon. It would cost me so much money and a ton of federal paperwork and background checks and a friend of mine owns some in Oregon. He has the, some fully automatic. Yeah, he has the permit. And what that does is it gives the ATF, who regu- they regulate that license, and it's really expensive. It's thousands of dollars. They that license gives them the right to walk into your house unannounced and verify where they're at and how they're being taken care of. None of these shootings have happened from. I think the. The movement is for more of a semi-automatic weapon ban, correct? Right, which, which is leaves, every weapon. Which leaves a, a revolver and a bolt action. Yeah, but a revolver <laughs> is a semi-automatic weapon. So so what would it... What would it leave? A musket, a single shot, a lever action, Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, in the trained hands, a lever action is as fast as a semi-automatic, without question. 
So it 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 is an uneducated position can, based on emotion. Can and that's dangerous. The regulation you were just talking about, where the person who owns the automatic gun can mm-hmm. can have routine checks, random checks, whatever. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Can that could that carry over to all guns? Would you be opposed to that? Totally. For what reason? Um, private property. And an assault without, weapon is without, not... Without private property rights, our, our society fails. Well, that's... But is a is an assault weapon not private property? Is that just a... Would you just call it like a specialty? Like a, well, what's an some assault weapon? What's an assault rifle? Sorry. Automatic rifle. What? Well, automatic? Yeah, that's what you were just talking about. Yeah. Well, be, yeah, and well, he's and subject the, to random checks. Well, the reason I... Right. And so what makes that different from... Well, the, re- the it's a selective fire weapon. Is you hold the trigger down, it keeps shooting till the magazine's empty. Correct. That's the difference. Correct. One pull. And but it's not going to make much of a difference. Depending. You you mean to ban? They're banned effectively already. Okay. They have been for years. Yes. Since the because 60s, you you I think. cannot like it's. Nearly, I, I, I can't go impossible. buy one, and I I'm not about to spend the money to get the license to buy one. Exactly, but but. If do you think that's okay that he can he can be randomly. Searched at any time. If he wants, if he wants to give to, the, give up that right, absolutely, yeah. But I think he should be have that uh, have that option. But yeah. no, no one should be willing to like be on some gun registry that. I don't believe that is good. F- for why? Well, because if it's a di- if it's if it's a matter between waging all out war and trying to have people at your doorsteps taking your guns, or just giving over a little bit of information and. But that sounds yourself, that sounds sick. nice and fuzzy, but I don't think in practice it works, because when you then say, "Here is where all the guns are," yep, and here's who has them, and here's a big list, and here's where they're st- yeah, stored. here's where they're at, and we and, and if they're not, um, all it does is it puts in the event we get people in power, who abuse that power, and I'm not necessarily going to say the people that are sitting there right this moment are going to do that now. I think they probably could. But I don't know if they will. What it does, it sets a precedent. It, it breaks down our, our country, the reason we exist. America exists for a reason. The First Amendment has to go away. If, if you take the Second Amendment away, the First Amendment dies. It has to. It has to? Protected speech. How do you protect speech? If there's no if there's no way for me to protect myself constitutionally, if no protected in the Constitution, and that's what it does. The Bill of Rights protects my right. It doesn't give me a right. It keeps the government out of my right. It protects me. Okay, but how it does regist- how does registering a gun pr- take away any rights? Nobody has any business knowing. Really. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get we have a lot higher restrictions on a lot less. Lethal things. Like what? Let's think. Well, let, let's. I, 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 well, I mean, maybe we do, but which of those things are a protected right in our Constitution and Bill of Rights? Which one? They're not. Like the, the, a lot of people say, well, You'll you, have to, win you have to have a license to have a car, to drive a car. That's not a protected right. That's not in, spelled out in the Constitution. That I, I have the right to drive a car. No. Now, I probably think that I do. The right to free travel, free movement. Mm-hmm. 
This is why I'm not a big fan of like mandated um, public transport or mass transit. Really? Because it eliminates the freedom of movement option. Because if that train doesn't go, I can't go. It forces people to stay in little tiny bubbles, little tiny groups. It doesn't allow people to have the freedom of movement. The problem is your generation, unfortunately, doesn't care. And that scares the crap out of me. I think I think there's just different priorities in mind. I think so. I, I don't think we all need to have the doomsday mentality. You know? That's, that's where I'm at. It's like there's a lot to be... In, in terms of public transportation, if we run down that okay. path, I think there's so much to be gained from that. And... What? Ease of transit. Uh, when, like, on their schedule, right? Not on your schedule. So what there, it does, it, it, it encourages this factory worker concept. That the trains run here and they run here. And so you go to work and you come back home. That concept, it, it encourages that. But you can still you can still have the freedom of having a car. It's just when given true the, given you can the, yes given the option of yeah. having a metro for personally if I had a metro that I could take to work or take within half a mile of work I would drive the metro and probably get rid of my car and I would save a lot of money I would save hassle save time I would save the environment a little bit. Here we are. Don't go down that road. There's no evidence of that. <laughs> no <laughs> evidence? Of that. Really? That public transportation would, that having one car, one car holding 1,000 people and instead of 1,000 cars holding 1,000 people? I would imagine whatever adverse effects we're seeing. If anything, it would be negligible. I don't even think it would be noticeable. Unless you remove all cars, then 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 you're at the extreme that you don't want to talk about as a possibility. Yeah. All right. Because if that's the goal, and this is where it has to go, if that's the goal, and if if fewer guns, and you know, we don't want these these guns on the street, we can't have crazy people getting guns. Then where does it stop? How do I protect my family if I'm not allowed to have a weapon? And if I have to have a weapon that's registered and it's on the books. Then in the again, look at Katrina. Do you remember much about Katrina? Enough. Like the the, the National Guard came in and forcibly confiscated people's weapons. Really? They claimed it was a state of emergency, and so you 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 lost the right. The Second Amendment right was removed from you because they deemed it dangerous, and so they had to know where all the guns were, and they took them away. They came in at gunpoint and took them away. That worked out pretty well. And so that then is where we go. And this is why people like me, you might think it's doomsday, but it, it, it's real. It's reality. It's happened already in the, the last 15 years. They've come into a community and disarmed it at gunpoint because they were scared and they had to know where the guns were. Well, I don't want the government being able to walk in and disarm. This is why we had the Revolutionary War. This is why... The U.S. exists. We left anarchy. We we left the royalty. We don't bow down to a deity or to a royalty anymore. We left that. How do we protect? How do we protect the freedom of speech? The cops aren't going to do it. They're the ones that tell us to shut up. I watched a video. Um, I think it was the Parkland thing. I watched some videos of them 
First thing they do, they walk in there, shut your phones down, turn your phones off, get your phones down, shut them off. That the cops are telling these kids to do this during the shooting. Yeah. Well, why? Now, of course, I have some cop friends. Well, it's because they need to control the what's going out there. I'm sorry. What slippery needs to be slope. Control there, yeah. Well, we don't want we don't want the bad guys being able to watch Facebook and YouTube and seeing you know what what we're doing. Really? Maybe. Oh, because you're walking in some secret formulation. Right. <laughs> formation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So th- there's a lot of stuff, and I see that, and I go, crap, this is not good. To me, and the argument is, well, it's slippery slope, it's not, it's straw man. Well, no, it's real. It's happened already, and I don't want it to happen for real in our country, in our community. I don't want it to happen here. I want the right to defend myself, and honestly, I don't want to have to do it with a single-shot shotgun. I can't disagree with you because I can't. I can't be like, man. You should, you should not be able to fight for security and safety for yourself and your family. But the Second just, Amendment's got nothing to do with hunting either, and that, that's the part that that frustrates me. Is they, oh well, you don't need that to hunt. It doesn't matter. It's zero to do with hunting. There's nothing in the Second Amendment that says, and the hunters need to be able to have their weapons. And, and I heard this the other day, which I hadn't thought of. Um, at the time that was written, the militias that they talked about mm-hmm. had the identical weaponry that the military did at the time. So, if we're going to extrapolate it out to current day, maybe there shouldn't be the bans that we have on some of the weapons. I don't know. Maybe not. Or maybe they should have just never been developed in the first place. What, the Second Amendment? <laughs> no. Advanced the military? Advanced, <laughs> advanced technology. <laughs> advanced weapon technology. Maybe. Would be in a better place. You think so? Maybe. I wonder. You think our democ or our our not democracy? We're not. You think our republic would have lasted as long as we have? Yeah. Well, had there been no, had there been no trace of it, it would have been a whole different. Yeah, we, we, the whole story would have been written now. completely totally, yeah. different. But so we yeah. can't we can't speculate that. But, uh, but I, I think it's pretty clear that it wouldn't be what it is today. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I and I think we're one of the only countries in the world that allow us to have this conversation without anyone being able to say, you can't say that. Unfortunately, we're getting, it's getting harder and harder to do because you get the thought police. You get people, oh, it's hate speech. Well, you can't, you can't say that word. Why? Also, also, I think part of it is just the fact that our, exactly the nature of this conversation it's transmitted out to. Whoever wants to listen, right? Our voices, yeah. our voices are a lot louder than they used to be. Yeah. So we're, we're playing a new game i feel like at the same time you know well but, t- but but there wasn't a printing press either back then uh, but it was t- handwritten in a scroll at no time would the government come snack you up if you were talking with your brother before you go to bed about something you're discontent with concerning the government right just um, like they wouldn't I, now well but, but I, soon- I i would probably have you go back in time and history read some history up on the holocaust you the the jews they whispered in their rooms, in their houses. They, they couldn't talk out loud if they were saying anything remotely negative because the walls were listening. Go back and watch Schindler's List again. It, it's terrifying. I mean, and that, that's an extreme. I don't want to use the Hitler reference, but everyone else does. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the extreme. They're listening. So you don't, you don't, you, you don't talk about it because... The walls are listening. 
And they, they, they were. I mean, there was a lot of evidence that there was. It happens. So that's where free speech falls apart in the, in the privacy of your own home. This is why private property rights matter so much. It's absolutely imperative that we keep that. Well, how do we keep private property rights? How do we keep the right of free speech? We've got to have a way to protect those. Cops aren't going to do it. That's why the Second Amendment exists. I understand. <laughs> I think there needs to be people with strong opinions. That's what levels us out, so I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't get too heated. What don't, does I get don't. you heated? Vegan snacks. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I was just at the School of Rock on Broadway. What? I, yeah, well, on Broadway, traveling Broadway. It was in Minneapolis. But the School of Rock, favorite movie, only movie I've ever watched more than once. That's a fantastic movie. Oh, I love it. I yeah. went and saw it. The kids were playing real rock stars. Is this one of your new methods? <laughs> <laughs> Joan, Joan, Joan Cusack is brilliant in that movie. You know the, you know the little kid who was the, the clothes designer? The one who didn't fit in. You know he uh-huh. probably got made fun of a lot outside yeah. of the studio and probably while they were filming. Oh, they casted him perfect. It was amazing. Were they? Oh, oh, like in the play? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the play was so good. Really? Yeah. The kids were rock stars. That's they were awesome. playing their instruments. So was it uh, pretty close to the movie? Oh, like you very, pretty tight? very close. Like lots of lines. They used a lot of like, some of the dialogue was different, but they would always like bring it back to the one-liners and things like that. Really? Did they cast old Jack Black's character good? He was really good. Yeah. <clears throat> Turns out it was him. <laughs> Old Dewey Finn. Ned Schneeblay. <laughs> oh, I've got that at oh. home. I need to go watch it again. Yeah. That's I a great movie. Can't recommend it enough. That's a great no, movie. Oh, I was watching a YouTube video of British people trying to say the national anthem, and the only thing they could, the only trace they knew of it was from School of Rock. Really? Yeah, and I can't remember exactly what the, the line is. For but those I, about to rock. Yeah, <laughs> they, that was the sweetest <laughs> song they had. Um, but oh, it was it was wonderful. I went with my um middle school cousins. Oh yeah, yeah, they had already gone. This the trailer for School Rock. The rent by the end of the week, he's out of here. You wake me up for that? Come on. Dewey Finn would have sold his soul for rock and roll, but nobody was buying. You're an embarrassment. You're out. Maybe it's time to give up those dreams. Don't you miss rocking out? You're not a teacher, Ned. You're the cross-dressing incubus from Maggot Death. Dewey, I'm not a satanic sex god anymore. I'm a sub, and soon <laughs> I'll be a certified teacher. I'm the principal here at Horace Green Prep, and we need somebody to start immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how much are we talking here? Six fifty a week. You're the man, Mrs. Mullins. Uh, hello, this is Ned Schneebly. <laughs> Everyone, I'd like to introduce Miss Dunham's substitute. This is Mr. Schneebly. All right, look, I've got a hangover. Who knows what that means? <laughs> Doesn't that mean you're drunk? No. 
means I was means drunk. I was drunk <laughs> yesterday. Now at the most prestigious prep school in the country. Yes, Tinkerbell. That poster charts everyone's performance. Where the students are rewarded for following the rules. What kind of a sick school is this? <laughs> He's going to teach them a lesson. There will be no gold stars or demerits. That will rock their world. It's called Rock Band. Is this a school project? It will go on your permanent record. Hello, Harvard, yo. You, what's your name? Zach. You ever play electric guitar? My dad won't let me. Zach, do not walk away from me when I'm talking to you. What makes you mad more than anything in the world? Vegan no snacks. No chores, bullies. All you bullies get out of my way, cause I am really ticked off. Mr. Schneebly, just wanted to say, that was a really cool lesson today. Oh, thanks, dude. All they wanted was an education. They're gonna laugh at me. You have an incredible singing voice. People are gonna dig you, I swear. Okay. What they got... Clear. ...was a revolution. I've just been informed that all of your children are missing. And if you want to be a teacher... Jack Black. <laughs> the School of Rock. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. <laughs> your mind and your brain. I pledge allegiance to the band <laughs> yes. of Mr. Schneebly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. School of Rock Company. That's from the Wikipedia. Uh, School of Rock, formerly known as the Paul Green School of Rock Music. It's a music education program. Uh, this for-profit educational company operates and franchises after-school music instruction schools in the U.S., Canada, Mexico, and the Philippines, interestingly enough, serving more than 17,000 students via 140 locations in eight countries, becoming the largest after-school music program in the U.S. That's awesome. That's post-movie, right? Yeah. They were, actually, they had a free lesson at the School of Rock that they gave out when you went to the movie. Because Paul Green, oh, well, I think the movie came up, came after no way. Well, because Paul Green, it says, uh, began giving traditional individual music lessons in his home in 96. He invited a group of his students to sit in or jam with his own band with disappointing results. But by the third week, he found that the students who played in a group had advanced much more than the students who received only traditional solo instruction. He modified his teaching method to supplement traditional instruction with group practice with the goal of putting on a concert. He compared it to the difference between shooting hoops and playing basketball. In 1999, the most advanced students played their first public concert at an art gallery. He took out a loan for seven grand in 2002 and established a permanent location for the first Paul Green School of Rock Music in a dilapidated building at 1320 Ray Street in Philadelphia uh, that's since been demolished. The location had a number of small rooms for individual um, instrumental instruction as well as larger performance spaces. For full band practices, Spin Magazine sent Smashing Pumpkins guitarist James Eha uh, to profile Green in the school for the May 2002 issue. Green chose to name the school after himself to avoid both the confusion with the Herbie Hancock television program and the use and, and to use his measure of local fame, but also referred the program as school of, as uh, as Rock School, and answered the phone using the phrase. Additionally, Green established the domain schoolofrock.com in 2001, first archived May 24, 2002. 
In 2002, a crew from Viacom television channel VH1 filmed for four days at the Philadelphia location for a proposed reality TV series. After the shoot, the producers stopped returning Green's phone calls. In January 2003, filmmakers Don Argot and Sheena M. Joyce attended a concert by the students and decided to make a documentary about the school five minutes after the concert started. They met with Green the next day and began shooting video uh, one day later, intending to follow an entire school year. Midway through the nine months of shooting what became Rock School, they learned that the Viacom movie studio Paramount would be releasing a fictional film called School of Rock featuring Jack Black as Dewey Finn, a would-be rock star teaching children to play rock music. Uh, Many critics claimed that Black's characterization was based on Green's man-child persona, though screenwriter Mike White claimed that he had never heard of Poe Green before. Uh Uh-huh. Green preferred the documentary, saying it opened a lot of other doors, corporate partnerships, and given us access to the rock stars that we play with. It was like Jack Black was the nationwide commercial for us, and our movie was the industry cred. Mm -hmm. He considered a lawsuit but decided against it, reasoning that the school benefited from the film, saying, quote, I considered suing, but what are you going to do? It's better, in a karmic sense, to just reap the rewards. Fair. If you can't beat them, join them. Kind of interesting. Or ride the coattails of the celebs. Why not? You wouldn't believe it. I I just looked it up, and there's a TV series. Current? Yeah. Like, Like, they just released a new episode today. What? Yeah, it's on Nickelodeon, it says. I bet it's pretty... That's why I don't have TV. I bet it's pretty bad. 100% 100 average audience score. But I don't know where I could see it. Kind of crazy. That's a great classic. Um, All time. I just got the breaking news today, actually. Mm -hmm. Actually just posted. uh, Is that today? Yeah, yeah. After a 93-year hiatus. The elusive jackalope has returned to the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. These, Shut up. These beautiful yet this is frightening April creatures were once widely collected by tourists, but better management practices have allowed a reintrodu- reintroduced pack to thrive again. These guys have been sporadically spotted all around the West, including Wyoming, Montana, Colorado, and New Mexico. Idaho allowed a shoot-on-site policy for jackalopes, uh, so they've not been seen there in quite a while. Long live the jackalope. Uh, may the majestic creature once again flourish in the West. This straight-up truth news <coughs> from this April 1st, 2018. That's good. <laughs> I got to tell you a funny story. Yeah. So I have a small little internship with the Department of the VA. Oh, small. Not bad. Just a yeah, one. it's unpaid, and I probably don't pull my weight around there, but <laughs> sometimes I show up. Anyways, I got asked to make a few graphics for the secretary, uh-huh. the f- the former secretary of the VA, and so I, wait, I, wait 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 wait, I'll keep going. Like the s- secretary, the, the, the appointed secretary, correct? The formerly, yeah, David the guy Shulkin that just just resigned or stepped down. Yeah, yeah, just got canned. So I had made those, and I was hey, going, I was he's going, a great guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. David, I'm never gonna have to never, fire you. <laughs> never, let's get out. <laughs> okay, so. I those are online, so every once in a while when I was like, Yeah, I'm a piece of junk, I need to have some validation. I would go online, go look at them, just go see them, you know, and just go look at them. Can we look at them here? Uh, they're so when I went on, they were off. This was on Thursday, and I was like, What in the world? Why, why'd they quit his because he was on it for his blog? 
and they mm-hmm. quit his blog. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Why why'd they take these off? I was kind of mad at first. I was like, whatever, I'll just not worry about it. So I got you to work. checking the mail for a million dollars. <laughs> I did a little work for a while. Then I went to go take a shower, turned on NPR, uh, the day. Like er, Minnesota N- Public Radio? N- or N- Na- NPR? National Public Radio. Yeah. They have a Up First podcast, like 12 minutes mm-hmm. of just really brief news. And all of a sudden it's like, oh. Dr. David Shulkin has been fired. He's the newest person to leave the Trump administration. And I was like, what in the world? And you saw who he got replaced by, right? Trump's doctor, <laughs> Trump's, Trump's doctor mm-hmm. who said he is in fine health. Perfect. <laughs> the most best health ever. So, yeah, I discovered that by first seeing that I had no graphics online and then listening to the news. And I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer. So maybe we'll see private... T- privatization in the VA, but probably doubtful. Do you think that's good or bad? I had talked about it a little bit, and I think I think the best option would be to allow them to have private, because it seems like, right, there's a very long long wait times. So people aren't mm-hmm. able to get in, right? But they, they've been guaranteed and promised that they have their their as they and, should, right? But if they only have the, but if and they're getting this option for free, right? So, do you think it could be possible that they could they could seek care at a private institution and then have the government and have the government for pay for it? I, I would think so. The, I think the problem is then you get the issue of who determines the the, the pay, the actual value and the amount oh, they will pay. because this is a Medicare situation, Medicaid, Medicaid. So what if you lump it pay. all together? I don't know. Put, put them. I don't know. I, I oh crap. Well, this all gets back to the whole healthcare debate, which really the Affordable Care Act, by a lot a lot of the critics, claim this was a direct the the result of the Affordable Care Act. Like success of that is a single payer forcing everything to single. It will payer. have to be. Well, th- that that's what the goal was. It was to break the system. Correct. Because it can't work as as it is currently. It wasn't awesome before, but I think it was potentially better had the had the option for better even though you listen to some of the local politicians and holy crap i mean the world was falling apart before and now it's even worse because trump's gonna make it bad and all this stuff i single payer is dangerous and really ask anybody who actually lives in canada and has health issues not people that are healthy because they it's awesome for them but those that need help Right, well, like Brit- Britain has the same deal, right, with their national health service. Maybe I think probably, it's, yeah. I think everyone's similar, yeah. everyone's lumped underneath the same thing, so. and they have just the insane, insane wait times. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. so backlogged. Well, but, and and then, but, then they get to decide who gets certain treatments based on what I don't know who gets to decide if you know who like who's you, first you, in line. Yeah, is that what you mean? Or uh, we have a heart. Who who gets this heart? Who makes that True. call? Is it really just a a straight you're next or well, you're next, but you're 80, and you're, you know, five down, you have a 16-year-old. You know, how does that work? What if know. you make What if you make an option to have, so you make this option to have private health care, right? But you try to get as many people underneath a public health care system. So you get, you get young, healthy people, you ma- and then they're mixed, you mix them in with. But you have to un- force them to pay. But what if it's what if you offer them at a at a cheaper something more enticing? You know, a younger a younger person's 
if if private healthcare is more expensive, is that price price fixing though at some level? Because the, well, they the, would don't, they don't would have then, to be able to control the prices, yeah, right. and the private healthcare's would have. But then at that point, I mean, single payer all has go together to, it has to. At, the, at that point, so, you just, I, so we just phase ourselves in. Unfortunately, I think I, I do think that's where it goes. I don't like it. What I would prefer is me to go to my at my doctor and say, "Hi, here's what I need from you. What can we do? Let's work out a deal." That's what I'd like to be able to do. I can't. I, I can't walk to the hospital or to the clinic here locally, and go to go to the doctor, and say, "Okay, let's negotiate this deal." A price? Yeah, I can't do that. I don't have the I don't have the option to do that. I don't think there's anything in the in the in the United States where you can use cars. People walk into my door and do that. And and that's because you don't have a UPC code on the back of all your products, right? Pretty much every everything just is has a price tag. In theory, right? You go to um, <laughs> my dad is a great example of this. Growing up, I mean, we did all the wrenching on our cars. He did. I mean, I I learned some, um, and we were at the parts store quite a bit. We had some old beater cars that we worked on, um, and he always. Always, not not in a like a begging or anything weird. He's like, hey, is that you know is that the best price on that thing? Can on you massage car? that? No, car parts. Car parts. Oh, Can that, you massage that number? Well, and that's and that's just tradition, you know. Oh, okay. Like, but but we have. I mean, there is an option, and what used to be back in the day. I mean, I talked to an old old guy he's in his nineties, um, who's been in this town forever, uh, about when he was young and and when they had their first kid. <laughs> The doctor rode over on his horse to deliver the baby, you know, and it turned out he got there right and it just may everything just happened. Yeah. I think the baby may have actually been born right before he got there. Anyway, he just checked up and he didn't do anything. And so he said, you know what, just give me some hay for my horse and, you know, whatever. So they were able to just make that connection. You can't, it's illegal. That, I can't do that. That would now. get exploited so horribly But, but why, now. why though? If you and I can't make an, a contractual agreement together, why... Because it's all just going to go to whoever can make the most. There's there's obviously a shortage. We we've already addressed that, right? There's of, there's of, not there's not doctors sitting around waiting for work, correct? The for the most part, there is no a backlog. No, right? And correct. I I think the reason, based on the doctors that I know, like there's um, I've got some decently close friends that are current doctors. They stepped out of school. With half a million dollars in debt, mm-hmm. education debt. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, that was the extreme. Some are down now, but I mean, it starts out. It. I cannot imagine walking out of school that deep in a hole, and so you have to then <laughs> convince more and more of you, your age, in your early twenties, to go into that field, knowing that unless you are a Ben Carson brain neurosurgeon. Even then, it's probably tough. You're gonna walk. You're gonna step out of college with six figures of debt. Oh, if you're going to med school, there's yeah. no doubt. Yeah, but and, and, and then how do you pay that off? I don't even want to think about it's it. It's horrible. It blows my mind. I, I exactly. St- yeah. I started looking at grad schools. Oh man! And there's no way in heck. <laughs> well, I started looking at some of like the top IR schools, mm-hmm. and it's fifty or sixty grand a year, and it's just like, okay, there's no way. Holy I. I cow. Norway has free free education, so I might apply a couple spots there. Yeah, what's your tax rate over there? Hmm. I can work over there twenty hours twenty hours a week, work at seven eleven twenty do- and make over twenty bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. What's your tax rate? I have no idea. Sixty percent. 
There's so you're no, not. So you're not making twenty bucks an hour. I I would, I would be alive though. <laughs> I would be able to. Live. I would be able to live. <laughs> Th- that's the way they make it sound, at least. I don't think it's six. I don't think it would be sixty percent. Go there. Go ask them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could see thirty percent. No. Oh, geez. No Let way. Me look. It's at least fifty. Even for a part-time college. Hello. Student. Well, I don't know about college. I would just go there, get my education, and How? come out. Skate Anybody free. can walk in there and get free education. Yeah. No. Germany. Way. Germany. They Norway. don't have that clean of an immigration system. You have to still get in, though. It's high competition. Oh, but so there's like five spots. Huh. There's a few schools. <laughs> so you know, that's basically, that's just a backup backup option. I'll just toss. I some, mean, Norway's I'll, gorgeous. I'll Can toss we- some applications out there, and I'd be happy to go. <laughs> Honestly, free school. I'm in. Well, seriously. Well, I mean. I'm sure a uh, uh, degree from Georgetown University would be a little more held in high regards, but you spend a lot of work and time just to get there. You know, you <laughs> take that darn GRE test. Did you ever watch The Office? I watched a few times, but not there willingly. Was, there was one guy at one point, Michael Scott, um, was like moonlighting on the side in a, in a call center. And the guy beside him in the call center was, I think, an Indian from India. Mm-hmm. And was like a brilliant doctor over there, but he's over here working in a call center, <laughs> and they convinced him to come work at the paper place. <laughs> but you, you but gotta, the funny part is <laughs> he's a, like a brilliant doctor oh. over there. Over here, no one gives a crap. So, so it, there you go. <laughs> on international agreement. It's crazy when you look I at I mean, that's that. a TV show, so it must be true. But when you do look at like school rankings, it's pretty evident where you should go to school if you... I want to have it recognized. Really? That's Here. Sad. Oh, it's top 100, probably 70% of them are from the U.S. Probably 25% is from the U.S. Do you UK. think that's just money, or do you think it actually think gives you a better education? Actually, I don't know. When I went to China and studied, I don't think my education was bad by any means. Yeah. And that degree is probably, I don't know. Huh. So, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to test it out first but i think education is you get what you put in to start with so there you go and, I, and the thing is you have that mentality which means you will succeed i hope so it i hope does. that's all i need <laughs> well really no but for sure i i could and i will admit like i do just glide through some courses because mm-hmm. i don't want to you're so smart no because i want to put time into other thing other courses oh, oh so i see I so you just eek by yeah some? exactly okay. well and eek by by that i still mean get as high marks as you can but probably don't retain a lot of information it's totally possible mm-hmm. so that's the kind of that's what i'm kind of bummed out about is like i could put all this work into a, a degree and it could be worth nothing even though i could have just as much knowledge or more than i would have if i would have gone to a higher ranking school so We'll see. Watch you searching. Oh, I'm just running through the headlines of the day <clears throat> just to see if there's something that jumps out at me. Every year, Google releases a handful of fake products and games. This year, uh, its engineers uh, turned out Google Maps into a large... <laughs> Where's Waldo Adventure? Snap. But they've done a bunch of others as well. Um, There's a Google Cloud Hummus API. Uh, While Google Japan put together a physical handwriting version of the Gboard virtual keyboard. 
Uh, and Google Australia has been rebranded as Googs. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. <coughs> I'm Jazza, the most popular artist on this channel. Today, I'm excited to share oh, with you what I is love so this guy. far the really? highlight of my entire career, and that is I've teamed up with Google as their lead designer on their entire rebranding. That's right, the Google you've come to know and love hasn't been shy to change, and they've changed their logo once or twice in the past, but Google Australia thought it was time to adapt with the times and show the world the meaning of keeping up with what's relevant and youthful today. You see, in the past few months, Google has invited me to take part in their researching to find out what the future of their brand image holds. And as part of that, we've discovered that a lot of people have been <laughs> abbreviating the word Google into Googs. Hey Jazza, how tall is Mount Everest? That's a good question, Jazza. I'm just going to uh, look it up on the Googs. How tall right, thank God is I've never heard that. Mount <laughs> Me too. Heavy. It's cringeworthy. See, abbreviating uh -huh. words and terms and names isn't just lazy. It's also Stupid. a way of life oh. and a deep-rooted part of Australian culture. Our research was conducted through in-depth focus groups at various pubs, beaches and skate parks all across Australia. Based on these insights, we heard overwhelmingly that the word Googs is far more relatable and authentic to Australians today. So Google reached out to me and asked me, Jazza, could you design our new logo? And I said, yes. I can. I mean, what choice did I have? They literally pay my bills. So today, hand in hand with Google, I am proud to announce that they will now, henceforth in Australia, be known as Googs. That's Googs with a Z, because Zs are cooler. I should know. I have two. I mean, what's cooler, J Jazza or <laughs> Jassa? <laughs> That's so uncomfortable to hear it called Googs. Hello, uh, this is the April 1st edition <laughs> of the David Allen Show. I couldn't do it. <laughs> do you ever go on Reddit? What? Do you ever use Reddit? No, I can't stomach the, the interface. Oh, it's really beautiful. It's what? It's <laughs> worse than, uh, what was that one? Um, dig. It's just as bad as Dig. I don't even know what that oh, one there is. There you go. I'm just amazed at this day and age that you can have websites that are just so ugly. Yes. It is horrible. <laughs> it's like, not I, hard. You pay someone $400 and they'll slap your information in a WordPress site as long as you don't have miles worth of information to migrate over. I, I don't even know what it... I mean, I honestly don't even know what it is. I know they have reddits and subreddits and all this weird bullcrap. It's a forum, isn't it? Basically, yeah, but it's like a just, chat. Yeah, but it's huge. I mean, oh, no kidding. I I like it. I I just started using Reddit this year, and isn't it just a big, big, big rabbit hole? Like you just get sucked in. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But there's actually, I mean, there's so it's so diverse. There's so much variety of things to look at. Like I just have I have my homepage set as politics and world news, so I just get like okay. headlines of the world news. But then I also have like ones for enjoyment so i have crappy design and stuff like that and then i have chinese language so i'll go get tips for that foreign service uh, there's a huge um community of foreign service officers and like um aspiring foreign mm -hmm. service officers who will talk about that speaking of that i'm in the process for that i passed the first stage of the foreign service officer test so uh, what have, does this mean i have to well it means i have to submit some personal narratives wait 10 weeks 
if that goes through, then I would get to do oral interviews in D.C. and then sit on the register and wait for State Department hiring to revamp itself. Meaning, if it work, if it does something, if you get that, you could become an actual State Department employee. Yeah, foreign ser- Yeah, and do the foreign service. So working, pretty much doing the actual job that I'll have this internship for. So I'm on my way. So that's pretty exciting. Does that require a certain level of education, though? Or will no, you be able to? You don't. Oh, you need sweet. to be over twenty years old. Wow. And then you start taking it. You take it once. You can take it once a year. It was free, so I just sat down and took it. Whose coffee do you have to get to get this job? <laughs> no, there's no such thing as nepotism. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Hello. No such thing as favors. It's all fair. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, who's, so whose coffee do you have to get? <laughs> Rex. <laughs> He's gone now. It's fine. <laughs> he packed his things up, went back to Texas. I think, you know. Started I, drinking oil. Okay, so you obviously are going toward the State Department, the State uh, the that thing. Yeah, State Department. Um, what do you think about this North Korea thing? Talks. Yeah, I'm I'm just super interested to see how. It, I don't I I don't think there's any use in speculating at this point, considering China is trying so hard to get in on it now. You know. You know what I find crazy? I, I don't. I just don't know what the dynamics are going to be by that time. But I saw some headlines the other day mm-hmm. that the. This crazy old green train showed up in Beijing. Yep. Grandpa's, or daddy's old train. And it, Apparently with Un on it. Yeah, they, they met. So, let's think about this. Is this first person he's ever met? I, I went to the Google map. Yeah? That's not close. The, that means he was on a train for a long time from to North, get to Beijing. Oh, it's not close. That's crazy. There's no airplanes that will, they won't let them fly I into th- China? That that green train is armored. Oh, I'm sure it is. I I'm, think it's indestructible. But also... That's a train. Hello. Just bump the tracks. How hard can that be? I, I think... No, like, you know, it didn't get... It didn't get released. No information got released until he had left. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think it right. might have been just some sort of security thing. But, but the, also, the you would be able to tell... Right. They knew. They knew as soon as they saw the big green train coming in. Oh yeah, I know that all it was the locals, Kim. Yeah, yeah. But here's here's what I thought in my head. Can you imagine in 2018 if the U.S. president trained, <laughs> trained like took a train to Montana? That's about that's it's close in distance or farther like, or not quite as far. I'm sure it was at least it was not. A, I can't. It was not a high speed train. No, I'm sure it was thir- twenty to thirty hours. Yeah. Can you? What do you do on that thing? Do you have great Wi Fi on there? They don't. They're not allowed to watch movies. I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was got a sat phone. I don't even, got a bag phone. I don't on even here. know what they do for fun. You heard about when the cheerleaders, the Olympic cheerleaders, went back? So you know, there North Korea brought along probably ten. 10 or 15 women to watch the sports events mm-hmm. and they were just there to clap you know anyways when they went back they, you think ha- they were shills <laughs> one of them was trying to clap for the united states once and <laughs> nice. got tossed out really? yeah anyways oh, when they went back they were required to go through re-education because they had stayed in four-star oh, hotels and you can imagine oh, do, that okay was just- but here, here's my question huh how do we know this We yeah, little, I, I, exactly. yeah, I don't know. You just tr- we just trust media sources. <laughs> you trust the really 
mad, yelling lady in a pink jumpsuit. <laughs> just sitting and being the most intense. Oh, it's crazy. I love her. I think she's hilarious. She is great. But no, they had to go through re-education because they stayed in four-star hotels, which is just really a bummer. I wonder... Oh, I don't know. There, <laughs> there she is. is. Over-enthusiastic North Korean TV anchor. Have you seen the videos where someone tries to act like her? There's a guy who does it. <laughs> no, oh, I, I saw someone try to try to like reenact that yeah. whole thing, and they were just screaming. She's she's so funny. Oh man, I um, there uh, what's his name? Let's look it up here. Donald Greg, <laughs> I believe. I believe that's his name. Is it crazy old guy? Who was uh, U.S. ambassador to South Korea during, I believe it was, oh man, when was it? Was it under H.W. maybe? We've had some good ambassadors to South Korea. And he claims to this day that North Korea is not evil. They just want to be look seen as an equal country. They're in the perfect spot to be at that point right now. Well, Yeah. I mean, they've they've played their. No matter what you say, they've, if they, they have to be near where they want, you know. Well, but like the, he his, the, his contention is they need they want <laughs> tourism. They want to be seen as a as as an equal, and they don't want to be you know cordoned off as this crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I have hopes. I have high hopes. I, I, I I'm intrigued. I, I think. think it's, I don't know how, I don't know, I don't think much of the details of our meeting is released other than a, a date. As it shouldn't be, probably. Yeah. At this point. I'm I'm really interested to see, I have, I'm very optimistic for it. I think there's nothing that, is, we can't lose much. We don't have anything to that lose in this, so. you know. Because the reality is you know there's going to be some pretty heavy firepower just sitting right above the air. So uh, nothing can happen. Yeah. So, but we also will never nuke North Korea ever. Well, th- that's yeah, that's what I'm saying is because Seoul is darn close. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> right across the border. Yeah, it it would it would just be <laughs> it would not be good. Mutually assured destruction. Correct. So I don't know. I'm interested. I think this will be a interesting next two months. So yeah, I'm I, and I'm I'm really intrigued, and I'm sure that at some point you're probably gonna have some stupid stupid gag order on what you're allowed to say but um <laughs> do do come back because i uh ha- having a some real boots on the ground in this state department would be yeah. really cool so I'll, i'm really interested to get over there and hear some perspectives and things like that because i'll be actually being able to hear yeah opinions of people who are at least close to making decisions so yeah, that'd be sweet I'm, you know that's awesome did you hear china's president just solidified himself took oh yeah a, took, away all ter- took away all term limits yeah so, so we'll see how that goes. Hello. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't sound good. No, I I no. thought they had just held their People's Congress. They do it every five years. Mm-hmm. And usually... But did, they, I mean, did, didn't the group 
decide? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, and then well, he had to approve you heard, it, right? You heard the score, though. No. 2,982 to 2. And 3 <laughs> abstained. <laughs> So the so two it's so fake. Oh my god! Dead now. The, the two, I, I think they were secret somehow. I hope so, <laughs> or else their families are going to be snatched. Right. right. But uh, hmm. no. Usually, usually they say at a se- like when you get when you get uh, reinstated or you get your second term confirmed, mm-hmm. you'll start to you'll maybe release who the next person in power will be. Mm-hmm. But they had said, "Oh, he's not going to do it because he just wants to keep the attention on himself for now, so he can, so he can keep ruling the country from his own seat rather than have having all the focus move." And then you wait a couple months, and he can be here for as long as he wants. Huh? So, I guess he sees himself freedom as the, the most fit to lead China. So, wait, you you were there for how long? Four months. Four, four and a half. Yeah, four months. And in order to get on certain websites you had to vpn through other countries yes? yeah i bet they don't have a first amendment <laughs> <laughs> clearly yeah, not i think a it's second amendment. i think it's so rampant that, that they're trying to crack down on the vpn deal but really? like even my school the mm-hmm. school i went to had a vpn that bounced off hong kong internet so really? and that and that was they have to be in compliance with the government to some extent so Basically, the way they the way they describe it is that the Chinese government's driving in a car beside you, and you're on your cell phone. They see you talking, but they don't know what you're saying. But they want to know. You because they, you, when you're on a VPN. Yeah, right. And you understand. So they know you're VPN. doing it. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm? So it just know. says the traffic's coming from another country. Yeah, I'm sure they. Hmm. But no one, no one ever got a knock on their door for using a VPN, as far as I know. JP, Jingta, JP. Excuse me. We noticed that you have been traveling on this dark road. Speaking no. of that, going to China has made my security clearance process just a pain in the butt. Oh no! I had to list, really? I had to list friends and stuff, and so you mean friends in China. Yeah. Oh. So that's just it'll be fine. So, pe- so had pe- you been a jerk? And just abandon everyone over there, not been nice, then you'd be fine. I'd be, I'd be totally fine. Oh, when you went to Brunei, yeah, did that screw anything up? No, they were, fu- they especially because I was, I think I was there for one day. I hope not. I told them, I told them I was there for one day. You didn't go to Burma, did you? Myanmar? Nope. No. <laughs> Thank goodness. That'd have wow. been horrid. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry. Why were you in Syria? Yeah, I have a cousin who's working on. Rockets there in Syria, he's a engineer, so he has to go there occasionally oh. i th- I don't know like who- a defense contractor kind of person, yeah, wow, so he has gets to stay in Riyadh in the nice places I bet. speaking of that, speaking of Syria, no, not Syria, sorry, I was talking about Saudi Arabia, I didn't mean oh. Syria, speaking of Saudi Arabia, did you see that m s b was touring around the United States, their crown prince, the one who's turning tables over there? He was in the United States. Yeah, during the uh, <clears throat> Orlando, the Vegas shooting. No, it was it was recent. It was mm-hmm. recent mm-hmm. that he was here. Mm-hmm. Vegas mm-hmm. was it, was it was like in the last month. Okay, again. He, was had he been here already? Oh man, there's a lot of of underground news that he was in Vegas the night of the shooting. Yeah, strange. And because there's there's some weird footage of him being like escorted out with like crazy armed guards. 
like nutso arm. What the heck? Fully automatic, like military. I didn't hear that. I just know he wants tourism. <laughs> there you go. He wants, right. his, he wants come see Saudi Arabian women drive. <laughs> Look, this is all the experience you need. <laughs> don't be gay. <laughs> nope. nope. We'll let the women drive, though. It's fine. That's what a weird funny. dynamic. Good yeah, thing we live in America. I'm gra- forever thankful what, of that. Yeah. You know, some there's places that are probably more interesting to go to, but the safety and the rights we have here is it, it really is it's, absolutely yeah like, that, i I feel lucky so mm-hmm. as, as much as i want to go see other places well i i love the idea that you can go and yet there is that that sense of security that coming back absolutely and, you know and it, again let's not ruin it no as long as although tsa will not greet you with open arms <sighs> your parents or your family or your friends TSA will. should be abolished <laughs> you think so? what are they good for they're good for slowing things down. But they, there you Making go. me late for my if, flights. If that's their, <laughs> if that's their mission, they win. They're starting to look at books. You have to take books out of your backpack now. Like because they think it's a hollow book. Yeah. Or they want to see what the content is. Oh no, hollow books. Hiding things in books. So this presumes that their scanners are crap. Right. Speaking of scanners, since we're just all over the place, I saw I saw a a video of some Chinese girl going through the subway with her bag because she had just bought like this brand new like Gucci bag or something. And she didn't want to part with it, so she went she went through the su- the the subway scanner with her bag, like the the the, the thing yeah. you put your luggage in. Yeah, she went through it, and they put out a statement like we wouldn't recommend this because it turns out not she's good for now. Good she now is not a woman anymore. Now there's 300 of her. <laughs> she has been cloned. <laughs> Wait, oh, man. what are these? What are these machines for? You have to before you get on the subway. Some, some, like you just toss your bag through it, just so they check some level. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no. heightened security. No, what I'm, what I meant was, what are these really for? You know. <laughs> Like cloning people? Oh yeah, it's fine. Just climb in. Just yeah. But don't do it. Fine. We don't it's want fine. you to do it. Yeah, we wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. But if like ten, ten or so people did it a day, it might be good. Interesting read. The causes of the Civil War. Since we're all over the place, um, James Mc. Let's see. Uh, edited by Kenneth Stamp. Two P's. The end of Stamp. <clears throat> Just one uh, brief paragraph at the beginning, in the in- introduction. Um, this 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 from the introduction of the book. The steady stream of books, articles, movies, and television productions about the American Civil War is in part attributable to the fact that it, more than any other episode in our past, has all the poignant qualities of a tragic romance. It attracts both novelists and historians, the first because they find unlimited possibilities for plot situations and character analysis, the second because they understand the conflict's crucial significance to the whole of American history, and yet, in spite of all the attention given to the Civil War, historians seem to be nearly as far from agreement about its causes as were the partisans who tried to explain it more than a century ago. Is that the introduction? Yeah, that's just the first paragraph. But it's fascinating because it takes uh, writings, key documents from uh, the likes of Abraham Lincoln, Jefferson Davis, and uh, Frederick Douglass, and many more. Um, Plus some interpretations by notable historians from James Ford Rhodes to James McPherson. Was the Civil War unavoidable? Did economic interest, political agitation, and the cultural differences between North and South 
do more to bring it about than the issue of slavery. Battles still rage over the reasons for this great national crisis. So it's kind of fascinating. I just started this, and it, it is kind of an interesting idea because the introduction is kind of long, and he goes through just talking about um, that there are so many different reasons why the North and South disagreed. And they wanted, certainly wanted, I mean, slavery was a piece of it, but I don't know if it can be played out that it was the reason. And so it's, it's, it's an interesting I mean, yeah. read. I've never heard uh, of real alter- alternatives. So Yeah, and I'll, that's the crazy that's interesting. part. Yeah. Well, and uh, we homeschool our children, <clears throat> and so um, one of the history books that we have talks about uh, Lincoln. And that he, that the whole slave piece, the emancipation part of the Civil War, was really a trump card. I mean, that was kind of the last straw to end this bloodshed. And so that he didn't want to use it. He wasn't, he had no intention of using that. But that was what it took. You know, that, that was one of the last things that he, you know, finally. Here we go. It's the wild card. Yeah, finally did it. And um, I don't know if that was the actual thing, but it, I think it's pretty clear that it was a turning point at, at best or at worst, maybe. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. And part of, part of what I'm, I'm learning as a, as I grow older is if we don't understand, this is not new by any means. I'm not, it's not like I'm some guru that figured this out on my own. But if we don't really understand how we started and why America exists and where we, and why we're at the point we are today, then I think that um, there's probably no point in continuing. And so I, I, I've kind of put it on myself to really try to figure out for me as much as possible of how we begin and, and why. Just so I can teach my spawn so you can be well informed well yeah so i can teach my children what at at, at least a foundation and then hopefully teach them how to research i heard if you read three books on any topic you'll be smarter than or more educated (laughs) than about 99 percent of anyone wow on any subject so you're not far craig hey we're working on it you're not far but it is late it is on this uh crazy day did you oh you had a paper to write did you get it done yeah, it was two, oh, two, so pa- it was two pages. <laughs> it was about Hiroshima. Really great book. Ooh. It was a book by John Hersey. Yeah? Have you ever heard of this book? Right after the right after the bomb, he went and um, met six people who had lived. Two, oh, man. Two doctors, two um, priests, and two random women. And told their story. Didn't really give any background, but just jumped right into right before the bomb. And then played at OMU's terrifying. I mean, he they talked about soldiers who just had their eyes burned out. Or like a fence fell on these. It was kind of it was looking at the attitudes of the Japanese at the time. And he he really didn't talk at all about any sort of anti-American sentiment or resentment afterwards. He talked about how they just kind of communally accepted it. Like the this they ha- there was these two girls and a fence fell on them and they got stuck and as they died they just sang the national anthem holy cow and 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 so then he went back in like 40 years later and talked and saw like talked to who he could 
mm-hmm. retold some part of the stories and it's intense it's wow. only like 100 pages but it was it was actually in the new yorker or the atlantic and they were going to write it in a serial form like th- over the course of f- four uh four what are those called prints yeah four, four, editions yeah four editions yeah. And they ended up, after reading it, they just dedicated the entire New York. Oh, man. It was just his story. There was nothing else in it. So it's pretty crazy. Wow. That was really interesting. That's cool. So that's what I did this weekend. Nice. Well, I, I, again, I, I think history matters. Absolutely. And we need to know what's going on. And I've, I, I've heard a lot of historians talk about um, the, ja- I mean, <laughs> Japan is su- the success that it is. Because after we bombed the living daylights out of them, uh, we went back in and rebuilt them and helped. And I, I, I don't even know how that mentally works. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, we just killed all your people. And thanks by the for, way, thanks for surrendering. Here. Yeah. It's, and now we'll watch over you. Yeah. Japan's, Japan's building up the army now, so tensions are rising. Oh, yeah. Especially with the Chinese. Yeah, and then Israel and Palestine is falling apart again. That's always fun. But that, uh, that can't change. I mean, if, if you believe at all any biblical history, uh, that's not not going to go well. There's no way that even a, a two-state, they're just... Some, it, it can't be. No, yeah. there's too many settlements. Yeah. It's too... They're too yeah. intertangled. So something's going hap- to happen. Something's just going to have to happen yeah. of some sort of submission on each, each side and some well, common... Well, and I think in order to do that, was it Mao? That said, in order to control a population, you have to eliminate, is it 20% of them? What? Mm-hmm. I think so. That's scary. And I, how do you do that? Well, there you go. And let your imagination run wild. We'll leave you with that. So terrifying. This is the David Allen Show. Special, special, special. <laughs> Not working. You know, I know someone named Allen. What? Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. That was it. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Uh, this is the David Allen Show. We have uh, added to our lineup just to kind of spice things up a little bit and bring some more uh, different voices. And I think <laughs> where you're going in uh, in life at this moment really makes you pertinent to the to my to my conversation that I like <laughs> to have. So cool. I appreciate you. Uh, Stopping in anytime, please. Always for pleasure. real. Anytime. I'll have to try to wire in. For yeah, I have, we'll have two Skype lines in here, so if we can make that work, I would love that. Yeah, we just we get a good agenda and rip through it. Totally. We just yeah. Drop the knowledge on the listeners. Yeah. You better get ready. Go get them. We are on uh, the Apple Podcast Store, the David Allen Show, uh, DavidAllenShow.com. We're also on the Google Play Store, David Allen Show. Uh, I believe I see. I don't. I don't play in that Android world very much. It's good stuff. Ah, whatever. <laughs> uh, but I think if you just go search for it uh, in the the store, I I don't know. I you you're the guy. I could do it, you're but the Android it might person, it might extend this episode. No, that's a fine. No, but just um, I, I think it works. So David you go, Allen Show. David Allen Show. I'll give it a look. DavidAllenShow.com. If you have any comments, questions, you want to send. Uh, Send us a note, David Allen Show at gmail.com. Uh, this show uh, records live uh, when we can in the Y Millbank Podcast Studio here in the 
heart of Millbank, South Dakota. <laughs> I'm having difficulty. <clears throat> Should be there. Under music? It, uh, uh, ooh, no, it's a podcast. So they have a whole podcast uh, feed. Let's see. But it, sh- it tells me it's the connected. When I go in there, I, I again, I don't live in that Android world. I've never used Google Google Podcasts. That's my problem. <laughs> oh, you know, if you go to uh, the DavidAllenShow.com yeah. and then go to latest episode, I believe there's an actual Android or a, a Google Play button. That's how I that's used to listen to it. No, no, the, the new one that oh. I just put on last week. Actual embedded the the uh, Google Play button in there. But anyway, uh, thanks again. This has been fun. Uh, and this wasn't a joke show, even though it could have been. Pretty much. Just a couple. Just a couple. But remember, don't look over there. Or no, don't look over there. That's it. <laughs> it's April 1st, 2018. Uh, any last words for the uh, uh, the people that decided to sit through the show? That, that, that's all, folks. Nice. Thanks a lot for coming in. Have a good one. See you next time. Peace. <laughs>